Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Edition of Community Connection. I'm Tina Cosby. Today is Monday, November the 27th. I hope everyone had a good, safe, and restful Thanksgiving holiday break. We are starting a little later today only. Today only. I apologize for the lateness, but we had to get a couple of things in. Uh, we are in the process of re recording and putting together um, our annual Inspire You uh, online series. Uh, which will be starting soon. We're going to be telling you a little bit more about that um, uh, in the next couple of days or so. Uh, but again, we've been uh, inspiring you, and I had a few videos to do this morning, and uh, just now getting back to Community Connections, so I'm happy to be back. Uh, and again, I hope everyone had a very, uh, you know, very restful, wonderful, and good um, Thanksgiving holiday uh, break. I know I most certainly did, uh, feeling pretty rested, although it kind of hit the ground running. Because as soon as I got in the building this morning, uh, we started on Inspire You. So, again, um, apologize for the, uh, I am live, but this is not an encore. And uh, AJ has done a fantastic job uh, of uh, keeping the music going until uh, till I got back here in the seat. So, thank you, AJ, for doing that. Appreciate it. Um, and we're ready to start, uh, start our abbreviated show, such as it is. Uh, lines are open, 317-239-1310, uh, 317-239-1310. 1310 if you want to call uh catch up how was your thanksgiving how was your weekend had everything go okay um if you want to share about that you're welcome to um anything regarding current events uh it's been a while since we've been here um you want to weigh in on and, and talk about we're happy to do that uh in the meantime again number, lines are open 317-239-1310 um the uh, despite the later start that we have on the show today, um, as we head into uh, a little deeper into the holiday season, we're going to be uh, taking a closer look at how best to keep uh, things in perspective. And, and I'll give you a little bit of hint. I want you to uh, enjoy and watch Inspire You as well. Uh, take advantage of that, our digital series. But um, we're going to have live on the show uh, coming up uh, in our second hour, uh, a look at how to best keep things into perspective uh, while guarding our well-being and our, our mental wellness. That's going to be again in our second hour. And, and uh, again, to let you know, one of the things that we talked about while we were doing the recording for um, Inspire You uh, was just just putting, you know, kind of putting one foot in front of the other because it seems like, you know, after Thanksgiving, the foot race is on. I mean, it's just like, Ugh. and I've talked on, on here several times about um, not even being ready to process uh, the fact that the holidays uh, are upon us because when you see uh, Christmas displays out at retailers um, in July, and I'm not exaggerating, when you see Christmas ribbons and bows and, and wrapping paper and things like that out in July, and then when you hear Christmas music uh, in some of those retail stores, even before, even before Halloween, uh, you know, it's just it's just a matter of processing. It's like, come on, y'all, and, and I understand it's 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 money, right? It's all money. They you know get your your sales in. Uh, retailers want to get their sales, and they want to get as big a head start as they can. I mean, well, they, that's why they have Christmas in July. That's why they have uh, Black Friday sales in September and October. You know, early Black Friday sales. So, such as it is. But anyway. 
uh, one of the things that that and that's 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 a pretty good conversation. So I hope you'll you'll uh, you'll get online and, and check that out. That was really good that we had today. Uh, but uh, the other conversation we're going to have, like I said, is coming up at the bottom of the second hour. So we're going to take a look at how to kind of navigate. Uh, best navigate the system because no matter what anybody says, the, things come at us faster, quicker, um, and I think a lot more concentrated than they ever have before. Uh, and so, if you're not ready and not, you know, not aware, not conscious about how to put one foot in front of the other and pace yourself, uh, we've got somebody to tell us how to how to do that and how to recognize when you need to stop uh, and do that. Um, again, that's in our second hour, which is coming up pretty shortly, actually. It's almost 2 o'clock. Um, but right now, um, after the long Thanksgiving weekend, uh, as as you know, there was Black Friday. Uh, so folks did some Black Friday shopping. Today is Cyber Monday. And tomorrow, of course, is Giving Tuesday. Now, um, at any rate, the holiday shopping season is now, as I said a few minutes ago, it's on. It's on. And in full swing, those who are really good shoppers probably have been doing it for a while. I know there are some people that shop all year uh, for uh, the holidays so that they don't have to do it, uh, you know, in one concentrated little block of time, like, you know, Black Friday on till Christmas Eve. But anyway... Um, as for today, Cyber Monday, uh, it is a time when consumers are supposed to be able to find amazing deals online, right? Uh, from sun up to, I mean, you know, starting at midnight uh, until 11.59 tonight, you're supposed to be able to get some of the best deals around online. Um, I say supposed to because according to my shopping experts, you have to look carefully and use a lot of discernment because everything that is advertised as Cyber Monday isn't exactly always uh, a good deal. 317-239-1310, 317-239-1310. Again, if you want to weigh in, open lines until our guests arrive. Probably another 30 minutes or so, we'll, we'll have a guest. Um, and so, uh, again, today is Cyber Monday, and again, tomorrow, of course, is the opportunity to make a difference in the lives of others by giving, or tomorrow is what we like to call uh, Giving Tuesday. Um, also, tomorrow... Um, I don't know if anybody wants to weigh in on this one. Um, I got a, um, a text from uh, uh, Elder Jabu, uh, and uh, he is with the Party for Socialism and Liberation, Indianapolis, or PSL. And it uh, looks like they have an event scheduled. It looks like the PSL Indianapolis is going to join the chorus of those calling for the removal of IMPD Chief Randall Taylor. Now, um, the uh, concerned clergy a couple of months ago called for the removal of Chief Taylor. And now the Party for Socialism and Liberation, Indianapolis, is calling uh, for the removal of Chief Taylor. What they will do uh, is tomorrow they're at noon. They're, they're holding an event, uh, and they will ask uh, newly elected, re-elected, newly re-elected Mayor Joe Hogsett uh, to uh, remove Chief Taylor from his position. Um, PSL Indianapolis is citing um, the reason for this demand uh, as uh, the increasing number of uh, police-involved shootings of citizens. 
Uh, I went back on the website before um, I came downstairs to make sure that my count was up to date. And it's as up to date as the website is. So that's where I'm getting my info. So if it's not exactly right, um, uh, that's where I got the information. And I'll, I'll have to look again. But it looks like uh, so far this year there have been 17 police action shootings um, since January. Uh, eight of those have been fatal. Uh, and 11 of those, 11 of the 17 have been since August the 3rd, 11 of those since August the 3rd. So again, um, yet another group, uh, another social group is calling on Mayor Hogsett to release and remove, um, IMPD Chief Randall Taylor, remove him, uh, from office and relieve him of his duties, uh, citing the high, uh, number of police action shootings. I have not heard anything from the mayor's office. Uh, they're going to be right outside the mayor. You know, there's city county building 200 um, uh, East Washington Street. Yeah, 200 East Washington. Uh, so they're going to be right outside. The mayor's office, of course, is on the 25th floor of that building. And um, so we'll see. I am not familiar too much with PSL Indianapolis, but um, I think... Um, I think that they're, uh, they have the same concerns that, that others have. I still am not convinced that, uh, yeah, and I've talked about this a lot too, I'm not totally convinced that the, the rise or the increase in police action shooting uh, is a matter of the police chief's uh, job. I, I just don't. I, I, you know, there are too many other factors, including one huge factor, and that is more people have guns now than ever before. More people have guns now in the state of Indiana than ever before, which clearly is a direct result of the permitless carry uh, law that the state legislature uh, passed and the governor signed uh, into law. So um, 317-239-1310, if you want to weigh in on that, um, we'll keep track of that, uh, what's taking place uh, tomorrow um, and how that goes. I don't know if anyone is going to be speaking or what have you. I don't know if anyone's going to – I just know that they're demanding uh, that the mayor remove um, uh, Chief Taylor from office. Yes, uh, is this is this Clister Davis? Yes, go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I may, I'm sorry if I mispronounced your name. That's okay, Ms. Crosby. I'm calling in reference to a vacation package uh, program package person that you had uh, mentioned some programs about vacation packages. I'm sorry. Last week, I'm calling in reference to. Uh, you had a person that you were talking with from last week about vacation packages out in the country. I well, I'm not quite sure. Last week I wasn't here. Um, there was one. There was one uh, encore show uh, last Tuesday, uh, but I'm not sure. Well, can, can, can you give me a little more information? Maybe I can help you. Can you give me a little more? Okay. This is in reference to an individual that you were speaking with on your radio program. In reference, she said she had vacation packages out of the country. Hmm. Okay. Well, tell me what it is you're interested in. Maybe I can have some. I, it's not ringing a bell, but no. that doesn't mean anything. Go ahead. Tell me what okay. you're 
it, it, it was that she was offering vacation packages out of the country, and I was interested in uh, in that uh, in taking some vacations out of the country. But if you don't have a reference to it, I guess I. Uh, Do you know what time? What time you heard it? What time of day it was? Uh, it was on your usual program. On oh, my usual yeah. show. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh huh. She had called. She had called into you, and she was talking about uh, all of her uh, vacation programs were out of the country, and uh, mm. that's as much information as I had, and this is why I'm calling. Um, okay, well, what I will do, uh, if, you know, before you you hang up, um, uh-huh. leave your name. How, how do you pronounce your first name? Cleister, Reverend Cleister Davis. I'm a good friend of Tom Brown. Reverend Cleister Davis. It's, yes, ma'am. It's spelled like C L E A S T E R. Okay, okay. Yeah, I just didn't know how to pronounce it. That's all. Yeah, yeah AJ had it absolutely correct. He had it correct. <laughs> Reverend Cleister Davis. And you are interested in? Vacation packages. And boy, that sounds sounds almost like a, a commercial of sorts. But I I just can't. I'm trying to think. And she said that's she. The only way that I, that's the only way I could uh, uh, describe it because she was talking about uh, uh, you eat your food in your own room and and all of this. Uh, oh, okay. Um, you know what? That was um, the tiny. Uh, Tiny Urban Escapes, I do believe. And I think... Okay. Yeah, was that... Does that sound familiar? Yeah. Uh Yeah, Tiny Urban Escapes. And what that that was was a business... I think that was... That's a rerun from a couple of years ago. And it was uh, out on the west side, I do believe. She had... She was renovating... Uh, an area out on the west side uh, to to rent these out, and she probably did have uh, other. Th- you know what? Let me. Yeah, tiny okay. urban escapes. That's what that was. Okay. Okay. And tiny she, urban escapes. She was she was stating that it was uh, out of the country kind of uh, mm-hmm. uh, situation that you would uh, entertain. Mm-hmm. Okay. I need, let me look that up. Again, that was, um, I was gone most of, I was only here Monday of last week. And so, yeah, I was on, that wasn't a live show. That was a a repeat from a couple of years ago. But what I'll do is I'll see if I can find it uh, again and and find out who she is. But what you can do is um, leave with AJ. You can leave um, your name and number. And I'll see what I can find. She probably was talking about, if memory serves me correctly, she may have been talking about looking to expand, or maybe she did have a a travel. I I can't recall. But I do know she was quite the entrepreneur. I do remember that. I do remember that. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Don't hang up. Well, thank you very much. Don't hang up. Don't hang up. Just give uh, AJ your info, and when I get get everything um tracked down for now can let me ask you this uh, mm-hmm. can i ask you this yes. where are you interested yes. in going i know you said well, out of the country where where are you thinking i i, I have planned a trip 
uh, tried to plan a trip to Montego Bay. But ah. <laughs> I would be interested anywhere in the uh, Philippines, uh, in, in, in the uh, Philippines or uh, in that area. Okay. Mo- Montego Bay, is that, that's Jamaica though, right? Jamaica, huh? Montego Bay is Jamaica, but you're thinking of, you know, like the Philippines as well. Right, right. Okay, yeah. Anywhere to get away from Indiana snow. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we had, was it yesterday? There was a little bit of snow that was falling. Did you believe that? See, see, and I'm going to take you back. I remember when you first came, I was working for CAP, and it was on 10th Street. Uh Uh-huh. And and, uh, many, many years ago, uh, you had, just started your journalistic uh, 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 services here in mm-hmm. the city of Indianapolis, mm-hmm. and I never will forget that. That was before you got married, before you had children or anything. Mm, wow, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, a long time ago. Huh? <laughs> long time ago. Long, long, long time ago. Indeed, uh, indeed. All righty. Well, Reverend Davis, thank you so much. And like I said, I'll try you. to track down that info for you and get it back. But, yeah, AJ will be happy to take your uh, your number, and we'll, uh, we'll get back with you once we find out a little bit more, thank okay? You. Thank you. All righty. Thank you. And we will be back with more Community Connection. 317-239-1310 is the number to call. Lines are still open. We'll be right back. WTOC AM, W236CR, Indianapolis. Keeping you informed with what's happening in and around Indy. It's Community Connection, brought to you by Child Advocates, your voice, their future. On Praise AM 1310, 95.1 FM. And we're back with Community Connection. We are live. We are live. Got a little bit of a late start today, but uh, we're back uh, live. Tina Cosby here with you. Hope you had a great, uh, wonderful, restful Thanksgiving. Uh, We're back to work. We're back to work. Had a little bit of a late start. Working on our Inspire You series that we do every year, um, our digital uh, self-help and inspiring uh, series. And um, fortunate, I was fortunate enough to be able to uh, be asked to do a couple. Actually, I've got another one to do Thursday and another one Friday. But those won't be timed around the show. Those are timed uh, before, well before the show. And we want everybody to take advantage of Inspire You uh, as well. So, um, again, uh, 317-239-1310, 317-239-1310 if you want to call in uh, and weigh in on anything we've talked about. Um, Actually... Basically, what we've talked about since uh, we started the show, a little late, (laughs) a little late, a little late, uh, since we started the show, um, uh, today is Cyber Monday. Uh, AJ, do you ever, do you ever, do you do any Cyber Monday shopping? No. No, you don't do a lot of online? I don't, uh, I don't either, but I have a friend who is just a master of it. She, actually, she and her husband are masters of Cyber Monday shopping, and they always have a big haul uh, every year. Well, good for them, uh, and good for you if you, you've mastered it and know how to work it. I simply don't. Um, usually by the time I get home, I don't know, I want to get online. But anyway, but it's a bargain. Uh, we, we talked about that. Um, 
Uh, we talked about uh, the fact that uh, there is yet another group, uh, another community group, community activist group, uh, calling for. Uh, they they're not calling for the resignation. Now I yeah, I got it a little. Let me get it. Let me be a little bit more clear. Uh, concerned clergy asked the chief to resign. They wanted the, the chief's immediate resignation. Uh, this group, the Party for Socialism and Liberation, or PSL Indianapolis, is asking the mayor to remove. Uh, the chief say is the same result. They they both want the chief gone from the uh, as head of the city's police department, um, and uh, they are, are citing the, the the high number, nearly record number, if it's not already a record number of police uh, involved slash police action shootings. Uh, eight of those this year have been fatal since January. Eleven uh, those have taken place uh, since August uh, the third. The majority of them are under investigation. Um, again, I, I I stated, and we've had some guests that have stated that as well, that I'm not so sure that this is uh, 100% on the mayor, 100% on the chief of police. Uh, you know, someone, uh, uh, I think it was law enforcement, pointed out that, uh, you know, these things are cyclical. But we we do want to make sure that they are correct. I'm just not sure that, the place to start is with the chief of police. Where I would start, now this is just me and nobody's asking me, but I'm saying it anyway. I'd start over there at the legislature. I would camp out over there. They had organization day just the other day. I would put so much pressure on those lawmakers who just blindly against the recommendations of the state superintendent of the police, you know, against police organizations who just went ahead and did it anyway, uh, approved and passed permitless carry um, against the recommendations of those in law enforcement who knew best. I would start there. I mean, as far as getting a hold of the mayor and asking the mayor to remove the chief of police, that's still not going to stop the fact that there are more people out there right now and have been more people since this legislation passed that have guns than they did before. How those numbers and how all of that syncs up, that's for somebody that is better than I with numbers and things of that nature, but I'm just saying... If I'm going to plant a protest, I'm planting my flag right there at the state legislature. And all of those GOP lawmakers who think there's nothing wrong with uh, Indiana having relaxed uh, gun laws, uh, you know, loosening uh, the restrictions on guns instead of employing, instead of implementing common sense measures, not gun control, common sense gun measures, common sense uh, permitless carry makes no sense whatsoever. Uh, and it's showing. I think it's showing. And I, I don't know. They, you know, in addition to more, you know, more citizens are having citizens more because there are more people with guns. There, there are more citizens arming themselves with guns. And so it's just escalating to where it's just spiraling out of control. It is absolutely spiraling out of control. There are people shooting at police. Yeah, there are people shooting at police. Now, not all of those. And again, we can go through each case individually. And yes, some of them are quite suspect, uh, you know, especially those involving um, mental illness. And some of them are people that are that have guns that are shooting at police that shouldn't have guns that are shooting. So it's all it's all it's just a lot. Um, I just don't know that I would lay it all at the feet of IMPD Chief Randall Taylor. I just don't see what that's going to solve anything. What will help is getting lawmakers and putting some heat underneath their feet to get this thing amended, pulled back, whatever you have to do. That's what's going to help immediately because when this law was passed, 
immediately we saw some differences. But, um, hey, everybody's got a right, and, and so, too, does the Party for Socialism and Liberation, or PSL Indianapolis. Uh, again, they are joining the chorus, uh, calling for the removal of IMPD Chief Randall Taylor. Concerned clergy asked for his immediate resignation. Uh, uh, PSL um, Indianapolis uh, is asking uh, the mayor... Uh, to uh, relieve him, mayor. They want the mayor to fire him. Um, and they are demanding such uh, and will make their demands known and make their demands public uh, tomorrow at noon at City County Building outside the mayor's office. So we'll see how that goes. Um, something we also talked about that um, I found encouraging, um, and again, Anything you might want to weigh in on, 317-239-1310, please feel free. Um, AES, the utility, the electric utility, local electric utility company, uh, apparently they have reached a rate hike settlement. Uh, remember when we were encouraging citizens to get involved and go out and 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 make sure your voices are heard and, and, and all that good stuff? Well... Um, according to the AP, I've got several sources here. I've got WTHR, I've got Fox 59, I've got uh, Associated Press. Um, AES Indiana has reached a unanimous agreement on their rate hikes. Um, and it says uh, here, AES Indiana, uh, a subsidiary of AES Corporation, has filed a settlement our request with the state's utility, you know, IURC, okay, Indiana Utility Regulatory Commission. Uh, the company said that they have reached a unanimous agreement with the Office of Utility Consumer Counselor and six intervening parties, which included the interest of residential, commercial, industrial, and low-income customers, okay? So uh, this, this uh, Office of Utility Consumer Counselor, uh, and um, a few other parties have been hard at work trying to stop this uh, rate, rate hike that they had initially asked for. Uh, if approved, um, the settlement would set the foundation enabling the company's ability to execute on its uh, investments focused on reliability, resiliency, and customer experience, uh, and so on and so forth. So basically, um, if the settlement is approved... Uh, AES Indiana says it will enable the company to execute on its investments and blah, 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 blah. So what we're looking at now, just just by the numbers, okay? Uh, according to AES Indiana, a residential customer using 1,000 kilowatts a month will see a $9.52 increase or approximately 7.3% under the new rates with this settlement this reached. The original rate increase was approximately $17 or 13%. So AES has settled for half. Uh, and uh, I think you can say that consumers spoke up, consumer organizations spoke up, and stopped uh, what would probably have been even more than a $17 a month increase. So good, good, good news uh, there. And so uh, there we have it. 317 uh, 239 1310. 317 239 1310. Anonymous, go ahead. How are you? Yes, hi, Tina. Hi. I have, a, I have two comments. First of all, uh, the one about Chief Sheriff Taylor, is that his name? Yeah, Chief Taylor. Mm -hmm. I don't like uh, a group of people controlling, spea
mm-hmm. they have no right to do that, to say that we want, well, that's what they're representing, I guess, the black community is saying we want Sheriff Taylor removed. I do not want him removed. Yeah. Well, here, here's I the, yeah, I, I don't appreciate them speaking out mm-hmm. for the black community, and I don't appreciate Black Lives Matter. Matter speaking out. I don't know what organization that is. That mm-hmm. uh, I can't remember the name of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that speak uh, supposedly representing all African Americans. Well, I, I I think they represent their interests. I, I don't think that I, I think they speak on behalf of. And here, let me ask you that. Here's here's part of why I think they feel as if yeah, there's so many segments. I mean uh, that uh, in in so many different lanes, if you will. And this particular organization, like I said, the Concerned Clergy uh, of Indianapolis asked for the chief to resign. This uh, PSL Indianapolis um, is asking for the mayor to uh, to fire the chief. Um, But they're not representing everybody, Tina. No, no, no. They're representing who they represent. Concerned clergy represents their constituency, and this uh, PSI or Liberation, PSL Indianapolis, represents their own interests. Yes, they they represent, you know, their lane, if you will. Now, I will say this. The... When you look at the, the the demographics that the city police department reports after each one of these shootings, um, police-involved shootings, not just shootings in general, but police-involved shootings, uh, better than 95% of those shot are African-Americans, African-American males. Uh, they are black, and um, better than 90% of the officers doing the shooting are white. Now, IMPD was here when I shared those statistics with them, and they said, yeah, that's a problem, but we got to dig deeper. So I think on the surface, um, these groups are feel as if they're standing up for the, the majority of blacks who have been shot by majority white police officers on the force. But again, my point is I don't see how that should be laid at the feet of Chief Tech. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Taylor, when there's so many other things, I, I, don't, I don't see how Chief Taylor is going to, removing Chief Taylor is going to solve that. I just don't see how. I just don't see how. It will. But I understand your, your concern, too, is like, hey, I, I, that's not how I think. You, you're right. It's, it's, you're, it's deeper than that. People need to take care of their kids. They need to be responsible. Yes, they, yes. I'm going to say they some up. They need to get married and be responsible. Take care of their kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, and I'm not blaming any particular person or any in person any individual person. Uh-huh. But as a whole, African American males, we are 25. 25% of African-American households are led by African-American males. The rest are by females. Mm-hmm. 
bills, which is absolutely ridiculous. And I'm not blaming any particular person per se. I, I know there's some good marriages out there, but we are not responsible. We are just not responsible. And you can't blame that on one person for mm-hmm. irresponsibility. Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't know why. I don't know how the you know asking for the resignation of the chief is going to solve that. I just don't. I'm not going to solve that. No, I don't see it. If I get out, if I get out and decide to shoot somebody, how can he stop me? He can't. He can't. Nope. 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 Just like when we all agreed that uh, Hobbs couldn't stop crying either. So mm-hmm. why are we believing that the police? Uh, the police, uh, Taylor can do anything. Well, that is that is that that is, that, that is this particular group's opinion. That's their opinion. So you know, be that as it may, I like I said, I'd plant my flag across the street. I wouldn't go to the city county building. I'd go to the state house, and I would lay there until they just because they are wrong, 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 wrong. Those GOP lawmakers here in the state of Indiana are absolutely wrong for what well, they did. Well, they're they're up there uh, carrying uh, guns into the state house in the legislature. Yes, I know, I know that's wrong. And harassing, harassing African American. Uh, yeah, in the bathroom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the bathroom. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's what I'm saying. We as African-Americans are doing absolutely nothing about it. We vote for the president, but we don't vote for the legislator, even on the federal level. Mm -hmm. All those people in the House who are pro-Trump, pro-anti-democracy, we let them, we vote them. We don't say anything about that, but we'll sit and vote for Obama, but we won't sit and vote for these legislators that are really the core problem of what's going on in in the country. I don't disagree with you. We won't vote them out, and I don't understand that. Uh, well, part of it is because they've uh, they've arranged, you know, they changed the rules of the game to make sure that they continue to win in a lot of ways. But we can go around that if we could organize and and figure out ways around it. But a lot of that has to do, you know, the way with the districting and how they cut the maps and how they can load up certain districts to make sure that Republicans stay in control. But again, we need to vote more so that that can't happen. So you're absolutely correct. You're absolutely. I, I don't disagree with you. I don't disagree at all. Mm-mm. And I want to say, too, about Black Lives Matter. When I heard this, I was shocked that one group was trying to represent all African-Americans. That's absolutely crazy. Mm-hmm. They do not represent me. I, yes, I'm for I don't want police officers going around killing African-American males or anybody for that matter. Of course, I support I'm against that. I don't want them to do that. But for them to say that they represent all African-Americans, they just blatantly put that on there. And I don't really appreciate that them doing that. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I I can see that, too. Thank you. I appreciate. I mean, yeah, no, go ahead. I appreciate. I appreciate your call. She's uh, she's reiterated it several times. That's that's. I get that. And you know what? There's a lot of people that feel that way. There are a lot of people that feel that way. Say, hey, that's that's not that's not what I think. So um, again, I, I just get back to the point where uh, these different groups represent their groups. They represent they who they represent. So, uh, Mark, go ahead. How are you? Uh, I'm doing good. How about yourself? I'm doing okay. Thank you. I had a quick, uh, just a tidbit of insight that uh, I was kind of wondering, did COVID-19 kind of put the city under some sort of financial stress? And it seems like uh, all entities are scrambling to find ways to make money because, I mean, they lost a lot of renters and businesses after that. and Some of them didn't come back. So I'll just let you comment. I, I'm not quite sure what you're saying. 
So when COVID-19 hit, everybody left the city, and a lot of businesses did not come back into the uh, rental space and, and around downtown Indy. So it seems like, I mean, their tax, tax dollars is not uh, streaming in as it used to be. So like the uh, IPL is looking for ways to make money. Seems like the city council building, they're all trying to figure out ways to uh, pay other people with money they don't have. Um. Okay. Um. You know. The, okay. Thank. Thank you, Mark. I. I appreciate your call. Um. Yeah. There. There were COVID nineteen forced a lot of small businesses out of business. Uh, forced a lot of larger businesses out of business. Uh, by the same token, there was. Um, there were fed, there was federal funding that came in uh, that was available uh, to help certain businesses and help people stay afloat. So I think it was kind of like six in one, half dozen in the other. But I, I don't know about the city county council spending money that they didn't have because the council's budget uh, has been balanced uh, for seven of the last eight years, if I'm not mistaken. So they're they're spending their money as they have it. Uh, they're spending it wisely. Um, I just, I'm just not sure, uh, you know, I, I will say this, I will say this, Mark, and, and again, thank you for your call, um, but uh, COVID changed things. I, I cannot disagree with that uh, at all, and, uh, uh, you know, some folks made it and some didn't. Uh, as far as what the city is doing, I, I don't see, you know, all of my information in terms of the city spending money it doesn't have. I think the city and the city county council uh, and the mayor have been very uh, good stewards of the the tax dollars that they've had to work with. Uh, now, where I think um, a lot of the problems with the city of Indianapolis not having enough to do what a lot of people would like to see done uh, a lot of those problems would be solved with a commuter tax of sorts, meaning um, a lot of these these people who work, uh, you know, live in the Donut counties, and that's fine, uh, and work in Marion County, but see, the tax dollars follows them to their address. It doesn't follow them here, you know, and they're using our roads, our services, and things of that nature, but they're only paying taxes. Uh, their tax dollars are, you know, going back to Hamilton County, Hancock County, and what have you. And so, once again, state legislatures, legislators, and lawmakers uh, simply will not even entertain the thought of having um, a more equitable uh, tax uh, picture, if you will, uh, for Indianapolis and Marion County especially for those who commute and use our roads and our highways and, and, and work. Yeah, a, a commuter tax has long been um, uh, a subject of dismissal, quick dismissal, uh, by lawmakers in uh, the surrounding counties because they don't want to have to do it. They don't want to have to even think about it. So um, that may be part of the problem as well. So still wasn't real clear, uh, Mark, but I think maybe I got to some of it. Anyway, uh, 317-239-1310. Ron, go ahead. How are you? Hi, how are you, Tina? I'm oh, doing well, thank you. It's great, yeah. Pardon? Uh, I just, two quick things. Uh, one, I agree with you on 
the uh, police chief. He has nothing to do with the crime rate in Indiana. Mm-hmm. If we want to work on the crime rate in Indiana, we should vote these people out of office mm-hmm. and pass mm-hmm. crazy laws yeah. that are actually against our best interests. The other thing I wanted to say is, and this is for the uh, person that called ahead of me, two calls ahead of me, Black Lives Matter, and I'm not a Black Lives Matter member or anything like that. I'm, that's not even my generation. But Black Lives Matter has never said that they represented all black people any more than, than Dr. King said he represented all black people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that she, she should get that misconception out of her head because had it not been for Black Lives Matter. Now, when you saw all of those demonstrations during mm-hmm. the, the, the Trump dictator years, mm-hmm. right, um, a lot of those kids in the in that movement, Black Lives Matter, had basically gotten a rainbow coalition. You know, there had not been that many rainbow coalitions since SCLC in the early 60s. So, no, they, they never said that they represented all blacks, like I say, anymore, the Dr. King, the Panthers. Uh, or, or any other organization yeah. uh, like that said that they represent. Yeah, and that's like that's why I was trying to explain that they represent who they represent. They represent the land. They yeah. So you're right though. I probably should have said. Yeah, they don't say all black ideology people. basically. And uh-huh. ideology is what they basically yeah. represent. But that's not all. All some black people, believe it or not, are satisfied with the way the United States is now. You couldn't. Black Lives Matter, as far as Tim, uh, what is it? Tim Scott is concerned. Uh, uh, <laughs> Black Lives Matter should be stood up and shot. You know, yeah. every one of them. So, yeah. but that's that's all I wanted. Yeah, and as far as the Tim Scotts are concerned, I listen to that and I look at where where that gets them politically. You know, is it politically expedient to think that way or to say that? Because uh, they're always, uh, you know, setting. It's kind of like. Um, well, somebody said when you when you shoot a game of pool, <clears throat> you're not just shooting the shot that's in front of you. You're thinking ahead to the next shot. So uh, the Tim Scotts, I believe them about as much as I, you know, for as far as I can throw them um, because they can come out with a different position depending on where that position will get them uh, a little bit later on. Politicians uh, like that are interesting. Very, very, very interesting. Uh, Dr. Brown, Dr. Brown, Dr. Brown, Dr. Brown. Yeah. His ex- Excellency, how are you? Oh my goodness! <laughs> Jesus, keep the book. Now, I, I I just decided to chime in. I was running in here, listening on the car radio, uh-huh. but uh, your analysis in regard to our dilemma in the in the gun problem and the killing problem mm-hmm. uh, that ain't Taylor. Uh, that's no. you, you hit it. You hit it well. The legislators, the state, and much of our state legislators are rural people. Mm-hmm. And then in our local, in the Marion County, we've got to get those legislators to become more pro, uh, pro what you would say, proactive, yeah. speaking out against that gun thing. When they change that dag on everybody get a gun. Even the church folk got more guns inside the church. Well, sure. <laughs> and, yes. <laughs> and my concern, clergy, uh, I, I understand that history back with Moselle and all, I guess I have to say all of us, but the dynamics is Taylor is not the problem. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Uh, and at the same time, to attack that is another way of creating more division among the black religious experience because our communities have got 
and from the pool pits and from what other pits we got have got to start speaking against violence. We're violating. Yeah. Yeah, why why won't we, Dr. Brown? Why won't we say when some when something is wrong or somebody you know, why do we attack the person that says it as opposed to, you know, Thinking about it, like, you know what, it was wrong. And we got to, you know, you got to call out wrong when wrong is wrong. Not to say that you're not down with the, you know, with, with as as a whole, but when right is right, wrong is wrong. And how are we going to progress? How are we going to, how are we going to grow? Well, see, sometimes I listen to, and, and it's it's interesting because you'd be hitting it and then look like sometimes you back up. You know what our dilemma is? It's fear. We fear. We have our own cultural fears among ourselves. The brother Ron who just spoke to you, he was really on target about the history of the movement. It was on certain black issues, but the black issues were human histories, uh, human issues of equality, mm-hmm. liberation. And I always tell my students and stuff, the early movement was a movement. It was a, not a civil rights movement. Even in your little city, it was all about liberation. Mm-hmm. Freedom, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and but it came into civil rights, and what happened? We enterprised civil rights mm. instead of staying in the movement of liberation, the movement of freedom. In the fifties and sixties, we are calling our songs what? Freedom songs. Freedom songs, yeah. Yeah. And we continue through that, but he was on target. Yeah. Black Lives Matter out there in the West mm-hmm. Coast, and over there in Colorado. It would not have been successful if white folk, Latinos, hadn't joined in that initiative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I say that about the election of Barack Obama. You know, you're talking about black folk elected Barack Obama. I said, I don't care how many black folk we have. Barack Obama could not have been elected without the help of uh, Asians, Latinos, whites. Uh, it took a, a village, if you will. It took a yeah. multicultural village to get that man in office, not once, but twice. Yeah. Now, you use a good word, that multicultural cultural village. I have to play with that because because there is a resistance to multicultural villages because what is trying to blend in now is nationalism Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. the white experience. And that's why we're catching so much flack between what? Israel and Palestine. Mm. That's a whole other discussion. Mm. If anybody really wants to understand cause and effect, if you want to talk about that, go back to 1948. Then if that's not enough go back to 19 i'd say 1920 21 and 1919 of how palestine Mm -hmm. was systemically moved out of what we would call then palestine Mm -hmm. well tied back further than that was called canaan Mm -hmm. and the people there many dark-skinned palestinians Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i've been there too many times oh i know you but dr brown why is 1948 not enough because uh, Great Britain and America got together and helped finance taking a large number of what we would call then my Jewish brothers and sisters uh, to there to reestablish that historical thought of uh, God's <laughs> reward to them and and that's mm. how that word uh, Zionism became. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And all of those kind of dynamics became enterprises, and it all played around money. No, oh, what doesn't? And what it did was to keep people in place. What do you sell them? Fear. 
Mm-hmm. And that's what we suffer here in our own community. We mm-hmm. fear to love, and we love to fear. Mm. Wow. And Taylor, I, would, I was just with him a month ago with a group of ministers, mm-hmm. and, and this man needs the people and ministers to speak against violence. Let's stop the killing. You know, you're right. It's it's just circumventing what the obvious. It's circumventing the obvious, yeah. and for whatever reason, uh, you know, there 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 are a multitude of reasons. But we have to be able to understand it and accept it, or we're not going to get anywhere. We can keep looking up for sacrificial lambs if we want to, mm-hmm. but it's not going to help. Because you know what, killing seems to make money, doesn't it? Oh my goodness. Mm. Killing seems it's either kill or what? Be killed. Yeah. What was that uh, Chris Rock said in his stand-up? He said, I know how to stop it. He said, make bullets $5,000 a piece. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That money. And if it stopped, if people can't buy bullets and can't get, yeah, that would slow it down. I mean, I know that's very, fairly simplistic, but but it, it speaks to the culture that you're talking about. I mean, it's it's an abstract way of speaking to what you just said, which is money. Money, but you hit it right on the head. Culture with a capitalistic, imperialistic enterprise mm-hmm. means somebody's got to lose and somebody's got to win. None. Oh my goodness. Mm. Good stuff, Doctor Brown. Really good stuff. Um, but your analysis is very good. You, you're you're not a critical criticist. You're an analysis. And don't let nobody put you in that bag of being a critical person. You analyze, which means you look at both sides. Well, okay. <laughs> okay. You and James try to stay in the analysis. <laughs> That's all. Okay. Is that what we do? Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell James. So. Okay. All righty, Dr. Brown. Thank you so much for calling in. It's okay. always a pleasure. All always right, dear. Okay. All right. You take care. And we're going to take a quick break and get to our next guest. We're going to be talking about the holidays and pacing ourselves, keeping track of being on the right track. We'll be right back. Let's get back to the conversation. It's Community Connection with Tina Cosby on Praise AM 1310, 95.1 FM, Indy's Inspiration Station. And we're back with Community Connection. As I was saying as we opened our show, uh, we're heading smack dab into the middle of a busy, bustling holiday season. And as we all know, it can be as much of a stressful time as it is the most wonderful time of the year. Joining us now is Hazel Owens. Uh, She is a licensed marriage and family therapist, owner of Owens Counseling and Consulting Services. Um, And this Saturday, she's going to be leading a workshop um, entitled Taking Care of You, Relationships and Family Struggles. Uh, Ms. Owens, welcome to Community Connection. How are you? Hello, Ms. Cosby. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being here. So uh, this this workshop, uh, the TWC Event Center on Millersville Road. So uh, I understand that it's free? Yes, ma'am. It is 100% totally free. It is open to everyone. So kids are definitely welcomed as they will have their own activities as well, and a meal will be provided for everyone that attends. So the 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 the, the timing is is perfect. I mean, we're just coming off Thanksgiving, you know, just past like for you know heading into the the, the busy season or what have you. So tell uh, the importance of what you're about to do this Saturday. Tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah. So this is part of a, um, I believe, year long, if not longer, initiative through the Coburn Place. 
Mm-hmm. They received a grant uh, through the Indianapolis African American Quality of Life Initiative mm-hmm. uh, to put on various workshops and other programming um, in order to help reduce the stigma of mental health treatment and practicing self-care and um, the stigma that is associated with mental health, especially in the African-American community. And so I have contracted with them to put on these Taking Care of You workshops to kickstart this initiative. And Mm -hmm. this is our second one that we will be doing on December 2nd. Uh, This is part one of of two. So the next one will be uh, later in the early in the uh, 2024. But this relationship and family struggles part one is just to identify um, just what it means to have all of these various things that impact the um, health of our relationships. And sometimes the holiday season can bring out the best sometimes and also the worst in some of our family dynamics. <laughs> sometimes, <right>? sometimes, Miss <laughs> Owens. Oh my goodness. You are far so too I'm, kind. Okay. <laughs> so the point is to, to not only talk about mental health and, and help, you know, destigmatize it, but also to be able to identify some patterns and mm. um, strategies to help yeah. folks just enter the season as well as possible. You know, and, and, and I think some of those dynamics over the years have had, they've had to change because we're in a space right now where things come at us a thousand miles an hour, 50 Mm -hmm. hours a day. I mean, there's only 24 hours in the day, but you know what I'm saying? And so (laughs) it's just, uh, how do you sort all of that out and pace yourself? Yeah. So I think part of it is paying attention to one's own capacity. Right. And so one of the things that I've been um, addressing with my clients in the therapy room is what gives you peace during this time? And so that may mean that certain family members, you may not go to their house. Um, <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I don't mean to laugh. But you're, you're, you're nailing a lot of things here. So Yeah. And if that's <laughs> yeah. not possible, then maybe there are some boundaries that we establish, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. on what, how long we will be there, what kind of traditions or things mm-hmm. that you can do mm-hmm. at home within your own immediate family before you connect with external family members or mm-hmm. If you're single and and it's you by yourself, what are some things that you can do with friends or other people in the community before you're around loved ones that that may be a little harder to Mm -hmm. be around, right? Mm -hmm. And so how do we establish those boundaries and how do we assess what you have capacity for? Mm -hmm. Um, And one thing that I found myself saying a lot in the therapy room is do not take on more than what you can actually have on your plate, right? And sometimes that's easier said than done when we have certain narratives that um, tells us or informs us on how we should be or how we ought to be (laughs) during this time Mm -hmm. of year, especially with certain family members. Well, there's a whole lot of should be and ought to be just in general um, Mm -hmm. for the the season. And if you don't feel it or you're tired or you're like, oh, I don't, you, you know, then there's a certain amount of guilt and pressure that you may put on yourself just because it's like, well, everybody yeah. else is, and maybe everybody else isn't. To me, it's kind of like yeah. Facebook. Everybody's not happy, but, you know, they, they make you think they are. But uh, <laughs> they put all this, everybody's lives are perfect and things on, yeah. on, on you know, and, it, and it's not. And it's not mm-hmm. always, it's not always. Now, sometimes it is, but it's not always perfect. So, how you know, striking that balance. 
balance, too, I think is important. And I, I laughed. I have to give you I laugh because I have been on the phone the last two or three nights uh, with two different friends that are, you know, bemoaning the fact that they've got to go around family that they really don't care to be around. But they yeah. got to do it because it's yeah. the holidays. And if they don't. And so that's why I started laughing. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. That is too it's funny. A thing. Yeah, it's a thing. Right. And it's so we all we all are, um, you know, subject to it. And so mm. the thing is, is how do we do this and still be well in the process? Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, there are a lot of enjoyable things about the season, though, that, that people can enjoy, like helping others, you know, volunteering, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the simplest of things, you know, maybe reconnecting and saying hi or calling somebody that you haven't talked to since, you know, this time last year, just to say hi. You know, there's a lot of yeah. feel good moments that you can create and it doesn't have to necessarily uh, be a part of a purchase or an right. event where you have to socialize when you don't want to, uh, right. you know, <laughs> just, I mean, <laughs> there's just a lot of things. And those are all part of the fabric of the season as well. Yes. Yes. I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so with this workshop, what all are you going to have there? So we'll be talking about, again, relationships and family dynamics. So we'll take a look at mm -hmm. um, different cultural and family narratives that tend to shape us and shape how we view mm -hmm. ourselves and maybe even our worldview. We'll look at um, uh, generational trauma just at a very high level. We'll look at other childhood uh, traumatic experiences mm -hmm. that could affect our relationships mm -hmm. and how they show up, especially in adult relationships. Um, and then there will be some time with the yoga lady for mindfulness and meditation. Again, the kids will have their own area where they'll do some fun activities um, as well. And then we'll all share in a meal together. How How is this, this yoga thing going to work? I mean, <laughs> because I am, I've heard I so much exactly. about yoga and I've never tried it. You know, the regular yeah, yoga, hot so yoga, I yoga, yoga. That they're going to be doing actual yoga, the yoga oh. lady that her company so she will be leading the group in a mindfulness and meditation practice just to center us and oh. um, regulate our nervous systems <laughs> because we're talking about a topic that is really hard to discuss um, and very uncomfortable especially when so many of us um, in in our current state we're now starting to hear more and more people talk about mental health but it's still very much a stigma right and so oh. Uh, we have to debunk so many myths, ar mm -hmm. myths around it. And so this is one way to kind of get us centered, get us calm, get us regulated so that we can mm -hmm. engage into the discussion and, and um, stay present uh, with yeah. our, our emotions and while we're there. So. For, for the past several years, we've been, you know, talking about that, talking about the stigmas, talking about, you know, expectations mm -hmm. that exist specifically uh, in black and brown communities that that simply you know, are are not. It's, it, the stigma is real. Uh, the message behind the stigma couldn't be less real. Uh, and okay. so, you know, getting people to get past that stigma uh, is yeah. is quite a bit. And and recognizing that it's it's cultural. It's it's it really is cultural. And some of the culture, there's nothing. I mean, if you're to if you go back 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 far enough, if you're going to survive, you gotta you can't not have so some of it is meshed in with the just basic human survival you know what i mean right. some of that right. is so ingrained in our culture the basic human survival that now 
you know, it's not necessary. And and I guess our our mental, uh, not I guess I'm sure, our, our our mental wellness is is part of human survival as well. It's another. I guess it's another battle, not necessarily the slavery battle for African Americans as much as it is uh, the battle of the mind. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, I think that you know one. Again, there's a stigma that's out there in our country, period, right? Mm -hmm. But I do think that um, because of systemic racism mm -hmm. um, and lack of resources mm -hmm. and a, and healthcare disparities, that uh, that stigma is more prevalent in communities of color, in particular the black community, right? Um, now, one of the things that I, I, you know, work with my clients on is there are some instinct um healing practices that we have done as collectively as a people that um, I think is very fine. We don't need to, you know, deconstruct that. However, um, and there are some survival techniques uh, that we have, right? And so the, as you spoke about that survival mentality, the thing is, is what parts of that is, is no longer serving us anymore, right? So when I, and that's, that depends on the person. So that is not, and all play things. So when I work with my clients, we're taking a look at, okay, what are the things that has been resourceful to you that has um, been working for you? We want to hone in on that and mm. want to introduce some new things, right, to kind of to help aid at an overall effective um, state of well-being in your health and wellness, and that includes your mind. And so that may mean looking at some cultural narratives or some family narratives that um, has been passed through the generations that we just abide by because that's what all we've known, but they may not be the best thing for, for you in this particular season of life, right? And so we get to explore um, those things without completely deconstructing what has worked well yeah. for, for you as a person, for you and your family, or for us as a community. So who are you most trying to reach with this event on Saturday, or is it is it for everybody? I mean, who all who would benefit yeah. the most, do you think? So this, these particular workshops are geared specifically for the African-American community. And so all ages. Uh, and gender <laughs> is welcomed. Okay, so everybody? Yep, everybody. Again, the content is, is specifically for the African-American community, so chances are we're going to probably get most African-Americans <laughs> okay. coming out to these events because that's what it's centered around and that's what it's centered for. And so the space is for that. Uh, for African-Americans here in the city of Indianapolis to come on out to have a discussion, to learn, to walk away with some uh, coping skills and strategies and techniques um, and resources that they could uh, take with them to continue in their own uh, mental health journey. Wow. So the, the details and the specifics once again, so that everybody, do you have to register? Yeah. Do you have to register? Yes, you do have to register. Now, okay. the registration is very uh, simple, and it's, uh, they're not collecting any identifying information from you. It is merely so that we know how much food to provide. Mm -hmm. so, so you know, that's the hardest register. thing to get through to some people. Just tell me if you're coming. I just want to make sure you got something to eat. We I just want to make sure everybody eats. <laughs> yeah, I don't want your thumbprint. I don't want your facial ID. I, I, right. I just want to know so you can eat. And, right. So, <laughs> so we want to make sure that everyone is well fed 
so there is a registration. Again, it's not collecting any, like, great that identifying information, it is to merely get enough information to make sure that, that meals are provided. Um, it will be held on December 2nd from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the TWC, the Way uh, Church Event Center, 4175 Millersville Road. Um, and again, we'll be talking about just all the aspects of what it means to take care of you. But um, in this particular workshop, we'll be focusing on relationships and navigating family struggles and family dynamics. All right. Well, it sounds like it's going to be a good event. And, you know, who doesn't like to eat a free lunch? you got to love it. Yes. And, and the free event, not only a free lunch, a free event. And that, yeah. you know, that's that's just invaluable. Thank you so much, uh, Hazel Owens, for what you're doing and what you're about to do. Yeah. Uh, and good luck with the event on Saturday. Thank you so much. And thanks again for having me today. Appreciate you. You too. And that is all the time we have for right now. Again, thanks for uh, being patient with us. We had to have a little bit of an abbreviated show, but we got through it. We did it. Tomorrow, full show. The rest of the week, full show, I promise. Um, We are always Praise, AM 1310 and 95.1 FM, Indy's Inspiration. Don't forget about our website, praiseindy.com. Willie Moore Jr. on the radio is up next. Thank you, as always, for listening. We'll talk again tomorrow. As always, be safe and be well. I'm Tina Cosby, and this is Community Connections.